Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode and the season two finale of your favorite effort but like yeah. it's not like a an exciting tv bum, drama bum, bum. finale yeah where like they leave you at a cliffhanger like something big happens it's definitely it's not no gray's anatomy yeah. <laughs> no one yeah no one's yeah. meeting a tragic end today no. or maybe maybe i am you are not <laughs> basically we both just need a little bit of a break and i tie where we feel well I'm putting words in Nicola's mouth but I felt bad that we've been very inconsistent for y'all our lovely listeners so we figured you know let's just chop this season off and <laughs> you take a little break and then come back when we're ready to be a little bit more consistent that made me just think that you're putting something out of its misery <laughs> something like that yeah. <sighs> no, we're just, I mean, I'm all over the place. You're adjusting to school. Together you know, we are doing great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so yeah, we don't have anything specific that we're going to talk about today. We kind of just wanted to update y'all on what's been going on. Um, I'm going to put Nicola on the spot a little bit and she can talk about her school because it's a very exciting thing that's happening. <laughs> um and we'll see where that takes us along can we all, a very exciting ride can we just pause on the y'all for a second because brandon has been saying y'all a lot okay. but he now says it plural so he goes how y'all? is y'all's weekend i do that sometimes but people seem to not understand him when he says that so then he has to repeat himself and he emphasizes right. to y'all again he goes i said how was y'all's weekend yeah <laughs> I just like can't get over it I laugh every time I think I got on to y'all when Matt went to school in Mississippi Mm. he like said it a little bit and stuff like that but I also I'm very bad at using gender neutral language and so that's one that I can always come back to Mm -hmm. yeah this isn't me um shit talking I just think it's like it's very funny and now that Brandon's like started saying it so much I just like giggle when people say it because I picture him saying it yeah it's pretty funny yeah it's a good alternative to sup guys yeah I'm bad for that I do that a lot when I coach CrossFit Mm. worst Mm -hmm. it's a hard one to get over okay well why don't you fill everyone in on What What truly is putting me on the spot? That's very broad. (laughs) Where to start? Well, okay, let me tell you what I'm currently working on. Okay. Well, wait, I'll back up. I am doing a master's in clinical counseling so that one day I'll be a therapist. Mm -hmm. One day in the very distant future. I think it's like um, we had a 
the director of our internships pop into our class over the weekend um and she's like yeah I just want to introduce myself but you probably won't see me until you apply for your um like practicum placements when is that two years from now yeah so it won't be till like 2024 that you see me again and I was like 2024 god that's a long time from now. <laughs> yeah I yeah. mean long and not at the same time very long. it's gonna be yeah I mean you're you're remembering what it's like to be a student still oh being a student is so hard I don't know how we did it and I like I liked being a student for in some aspects mm-hmm. but like none of that's here there now I don't right. enjoy being a student right now right do you think it's because of you know you've had time not being a student and mm. there's other things you'd rather be doing do you think it's because of the well, way that your program's laid out I think all of the above mm-hmm. but I think definitely like work being more of a priority this time around like I have a job that like people actually rely on me it's not like bartending when I can call and be like <clears throat> I'm sick right <laughs> when it's just like she left her paper to the last minute and needs yeah. the night off um so they work life balance or I should guess work school balance has been a little bit of um an uphill battle to just try and figure out like when I'm going to do things um the first week I was like oh I'll just like do check-ins and do client stuff and then like take a little break and do some school stuff and then when more check-ins roll in I'll do that and like flip-flop flopping through work to school was that's not the play cannot not not do that yeah um so just trying to separate my days into like half school half work yeah yeah going back and forth between two very different tasks yeah not a little challenging yeah it's like I find like with doing readings I have to like be fully in it and it like takes so long for me to absorb the knowledge oh my gosh why is reading so hard like reading comprehension is such a skill and I feel like I just lost it (laughs) it definitely is like I remember when I started my master's I like probably read the same paper like four times before I was able to write anything about it because I was like wait what Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you just forget how to read with like critical thinking and comprehension at the same time you know yeah and like we haven't even read any like scientific journal articles yet we're just reading like textbook stuff right (sighs) and like different stories and like interpretations of um uh like culture and identity and how that plays into like counseling or the power dynamic so a lot of it is like not necessarily um like defining terms and looking at data but it's like talking about yourself inside different contexts your favorite uh yeah yeah <laughs> but I mean a lot of it has been like really interesting like we're, we're talking a lot about like um privilege obviously um and social justice the whole program that I'm taking is like has quite an emphasis on social justice which is one of the reasons why um I took decided on this program among other things um but lots of things that I feel like silly for not really paying attention to before right 
So lots of like those kind of like new insights are like, oh, fuck moments where I'm like, yep, how did I not think of that? Inside um, but of it's coaching re- specifically or just like in the world in general? In the world, but yeah. inside of like what I'm going to, what my expectations were or my ideas of like what um, different like counseling or therapeutic alliance or relationships are going to look like in the future. Right. Just lots of stuff that I'm like, oh, I've got a lot of work to do around yeah. that. Um, and just like skill work, you know, I was saying to someone, they're like, how's school? I was like, I am currently at the bottom of the Dunning-Kruger curve. Right. <laughs> like going in, I was at the top, not the top, but I was like higher up. Cause I was like, I have been coaching for a long time. I'm very passionate about this. I've got a certain like skill set and like personality. I feel mm-hmm. like that'll be well tailored to it. And within like a week, I was like, holy fuck, I know nothing. I know <laughs> less than nothing. And all the skills I thought were good are tragic. Or- okay that is probably an over exaggeration (laughs) but I can totally see where you're coming from especially because like we've been doing this for a long time and we've grown in it but this is something that's like we've had different mentors and stuff like that but this is something that's totally different from any education or space or community that we've been part of right so it just is like a lot of new and different perspective mm-hmm. uh, and the whole thing is just framed differently mm-hmm. like it's I don't know I mean it also has like been I guess like pause in a positive twist it's been nice to see like just how different people's styles are mm-hmm. um and already um just through like the two instructors that we currently have giving their perspectives or their um, kind of like case studies on things that they've experienced or noticed in themselves or in their clients or like how their relationships um, with different clients have evolved. It just seems like there is so much space to be creative with it, which is like really cool. Like there's absolutely ethical standards and guidelines and like supervision and outsourcing and all that kind of stuff, very critical to the process itself but like inside the actual like therapeutic alliance which is what they call like the relationship you build between the um the therapist and the client um it's really cool what you can do yeah and like there are instances even just like small moments that our instructor shared where she um in an effort to kind of like bring the emotion down to a more grounding place before ending um one specific client session they ate snacks together and like practice mindfulness with eating an apple and describing like how they felt and how it tasted and stuff like that as a way to like get centered again before leaving Mm -hmm. um and like that's something I would never have even thought of right there is just so much like space to like bring your own spin or yeah bring like little things from your world into it which I think is really cool that's so awesome that was something that I know you were a little bit nervous about Mm-hmm. Of like feeling like you had to fit into this box, especially this like professional box. Yeah, I hate like, the professional box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like that. certainly it'll be interesting to to work with different clients who come in with different expectations. Um, I think it'll be interesting to be like someone's first counselor. 
right versus like someone who's like had different ones and is like searching for something specific yeah like once you've had a taste of therapy you can kind of like know a little bit more about what you like or more likely what you didn't like and then kind of like search for someone or be more confident entering a new relationship and like vocalizing what it is you really don't care for or what you would like to see happen yeah but it'll be interesting being someone's first counselor I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a very intimidating role yeah but at the same time they probably have fewer expectations right you think I feel like they have more expectations I don't know, maybe just from my experience, I guess, like when I first went, I guess I'm like in hindsight, looking at like the progression of like when I first started going to therapy and how I thought it was like the best thing ever. And then I actually started like getting therapy from a different therapist who wasn't just like validating. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that was like straight trash. You know, so I like didn't know what I didn't know. No, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Because I mean, I had various counselors, especially like in college, you go to like the counselor that they just arbitrarily give you in school for free, which is like, okay, thanks. Um, But yeah, you basically go it. Well, I did basically went in and cried in front of a stranger for an hour and then walked out and was like, yeah, well, I feel the same. (laughs) Yeah. My day. Yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of different styles. And looking back too, there was like some stuff different counselors I had did that I'm like wow that was problematic or like wow that was like very inappropriate for them to do yeah me too interesting Mm -hmm. um what do you think like where do you see yourself specializing or you know in the short time whatever how many weekends has it been three 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 weekends do you have any ideas of like what you want to use the type of people you're going to want to work with or what the programs you might want to offer look like not necessarily um I mean initially like I got really excited about doing couples therapy and I still think that that would be something that will maintain like up on my priority list for something either I want to look for in my practicum placement um, or potentially seek out. There's like one class that talks about um, relational work and couples counseling is included in that. But in order to like find a lot of experience in like specialty modalities or um, working with certain groups, you really do have to seek out the kind of like experiential learning on your own Interesting. and do like some like supervision with that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because everything kind of happens so fast in class. Like they really can't offer like you know uh there's a specific like trauma course there's a grief and loss course um but even in those you can only really go so deep in in 10 weeks so I think I'll kind of like gain a little bit of awareness again probably on stuff that I'm like not interested in and then it'll be in my practicum that really like highlighted where like my skill set kind of falls or aligns um but currently couples counseling would be something I still would like to work with individuals, I think. Um, and I do have an interest in using like um, different plant medicines or even um, different like drug therapies, um, like MDMA therapy, psilocybin therapy. So like that field is growing a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that would be something I'd be able to find for my practicum, but that's what I'm interested in at this point. 
among other things. Yeah. Um, I think what I am not really interested in is addictions or no offense to kids, but I just like, can't, <laughs> can't do kids. Yeah. Seen that one coming. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are challenging too, because you have to deal with their parents as well. Exactly. Yeah. So like it's, it's just too... like, it's like such a tough dynamic. Yeah. I have a friend who does, she did, um, her practicum was like working well in her job is like working in schools with mm. youth and like through COVID and stuff, it was just like, so hard for her oh I bet that'd be a crazy time yeah yeah so that's a lot um and I mean like one of my fears going into this was like am I going to be able to separate myself from the work I'm doing with clients like not taking on traumas not like um right being mindful of like counter transference and just like being able to create any sort of work-life balance where I'm not feeling super drained. And surprisingly, that hasn't even been like a, a thought since being in, in school. And I'm sure that will change, but yeah, right now it just feels like not even on the radar. Right. Well, and like, I mean, part of the benefit of the program is that they're going to teach you tools for doing that. Right. Whereas like, even in our work, we don't necessarily have the best tools for being able to separate for sure right and I mean like, like even besides, hey well, let's separate them <laughs> <laughs> yeah easier said than done yeah <laughs> um so there's definitely like an emphasis on like having your own therapist outside of um the course because we are doing so much like of our <sighs> own work inside each class which I should have really predicted Um, so obviously when we're practicing different like skills via like, um, non-vocal skills. So like literally talking about like our body language, the way we're speaking, um, voice tracking, um, things like that. We're also looking at, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Where did that thought come from? Tools. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Yeah. So when we're like practicing those in class, I was like, oh, okay, we're probably going to be doing like a fuck ton of like role plays, which are terrible. So instead what we do though, which I should have predicted is is it's like still a role play. Like we're often put into pairs or groups where one person acts as like the counselor or takes on that role. Um, Someone's usually like observing to give feedback and then someone's like in the client position, but instead of doing like a role play where it's kind of like all scripted and fake we're supposed to bring our own shit and talk about it so it's interesting because it's only week three we've so far been told if we're talking about like a scale of one to ten where one is like you know I made dinner last night and it wasn't very good and ten was like you know I had a very traumatic thing happen to me we're supposed to bring something that's like a five right so um coming up with like what it is in your personal life that you feel comfortable bringing forward yeah uh, and just recognizing that you're in constant like flux with who you're working with and so I'm in a class of like 18 and already I know so much about them and they know so much about me and it's week three yeah 
Like it's strange. It's very strange. So because of that, you're also supposed to have your own therapist outside so that you have someone to debrief with so that you have someone to deal with your own stuff with so that you can show up more fully in class. Right. Um, But you're all supposed to have like a self-care plan and be referring to that throughout. So if like you notice things on your self-care plan aren't like going as planned, that's kind of like supposed to be a red flag for you that like maybe you need to talk to your instructor maybe you need some external support things like that so like they're very intentional about right making they sure recognize how how draining it could be mm-hmm. and how much you need to have those other supports yeah it's yeah. not like in your undergrad where they're like oh you didn't read this paper well fuck you get out of my class yeah yeah it's more like <laughs> hey, who read the textbook? And someone will be like, uh, I read one of them, but didn't like the other. And the instructor's like, yeah, I get that feedback a lot. Let's kind of just ditch that textbook. Read it if you want. I'm like, right. oh, okay. Yep. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. we definitely like have a lot more say in like curating our own education. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun. Uh, yeah. But it, it's a lot. School yeah. is a lot. And I've given up. I'm like doing, um, a kind of like mixed mode masters so we only meet actually in person for one day a week which just so happens to be a Saturday so I have essentially given up my Saturdays for the next two years yeah which you is get some breaks in there for sure I have breaks yeah. but like that's like the yeah. main summer session is going to be the hardest yeah sure. yeah absolutely you all figure it out though yeah you get and if not, I'll be complaining that. to you about yeah, it. Perfect. You're welcome. <laughs> Season three of the podcast, Nicola complaining <laughs> Nicola about debriefs school. About yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so funny. No, I'm pumped for you. It's going to be so awesome. <sighs> we'll see. Cool. Yeah. Just put myself really in debt. Um, yeah. <sighs> yeah. okay well that was enough about me your turn what's going on with sarah you know it really depends on the minute (laughs) the minute Uh, not just the day or hour no i feel very squirrely lately that's a good very awesome image yeah yeah um all over the place i can't decide i don't know i have a lot of ideas but i don't feel like i've like in a spot where I like necessarily want to take action on them. I, yeah, all over the place. I'm starting to get back to like some consistency with training and stuff, which I think once that happens, I'll feel a lot better because that affects like my self-worth and my like confidence a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. So the fact that I've been like injured and like not recovering and not able to do CrossFit without like being broken for three days after like (laughs) um yeah so working on that getting back to some consistency there um I started working with a nutrition coach again her name's Nicola she's fucking awesome (laughs) um but yeah so yeah getting that back together um Brad and I are working on some like biz things that I don't know if I even told Nicola this, but uh, did I tell you I'm doing the social we have media? To, 
I was like, are we about to have a business meeting on this podcast no, no. where you tell me that you've changed something? <laughs> no. That's usually how our business meetings go, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I'm going to start doing the social media for Brad's company. Oh, yeah, you did mention that. So that would be cool. I'm going to learn some new, like, technologies that they use. Because, like, Brad's like, you can't use Canva for our social media, like... We're a digital Why? marketing agency. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, but you you're going from literally zero social media. I know Canva is an upgrade. Yeah, you fucking snobby. Oh, I have Brad. to learn how to use Figma. Mm. Yeah, I actually know what that is. You do nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool, but like way different. Like it's way more work. It's like yes, and it's like more, more tech Adobe. Yeah, yeah. It's like more techy. So. I mean, that will be a good challenge. It'll mm-hmm. be nice to like learn something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, and then just going to keep working with one-on-one clients. Got lots of stuff going on at barracks. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yeah. You know, it's funny this year is like the first, I think it's because the weather's been so nice and because we were gone so much in the summer but like, this is the first fall where I haven't been like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go to Phoenix. Oh yeah. Like, I just want to be home. And like, we painted the house and well, yeah, it's finally like homey. Yeah. I'm like, so Brad's going to Phoenix for a week on a boy's trip. And I'm like, fuck yes. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah, that'll be good. So yeah. I think I, is your coaching roster closed right now? Yes, I do have a few like long-term clients who may or may not be ending. One is ending for sure. So I'm debating whether or not to open up one or two spots. Also like, "Mm, I feel busy. So we'll, that will be TBD. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm the same. I'm, if anyone Mm -hmm. wants to pop in and start before, you know, mid-November, then I would have a few spots, but I think from mid-November till the new year, I'm going to not take on any new clients and mm-hmm. just work on getting some of my own personal stuff settled um, and stuff like that. So that's where we're kind of at with that. And then I think Ash is opening a bunch of spots once the challenge, once her, oh, yeah, for her challenge gym. is done. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that'll be in a couple weeks too. So there's that on the paradigm front brad's also going to build us a new website yeah you said so that, that finally be... get our new branding that yeah. we've had for like a year yeah <laughs> i know i just couldn't be i was like does anyone even go to the website anyways uh, and it's a lot of work oh yeah it's a ton of work yeah so yeah that will be exciting nice nice so, nice yeah I don't think if there was anything else going on. I don't think so. No. We're both just kind of settling into new routines. Ugh. <laughs> I feel like I'm always saying that though. I feel like I'm always like, oh, I feel in transition. I just need to like get back into my routine. Yeah, actually, I've been saying that for the last like two years. <laughs> But that or like, oh, I can't wait till like, um, 
for me, I don't know if you do this, but like till I can have a consistent schedule, you know, and like Mondays are my gym days and Tuesdays are my nutrition client days. And I'm always like, oh, once I have a consistent schedule, I'll get all these things done that I want to get done. And then like, lo and behold, I try to have that. And then someone wants a call or like someone needs coaching classes covered or something. And I'm just well, like, yeah, it is. Now like- I can't do anything. The essence of our job is that like we've created this flexibility and now we have yeah. to live with this flexibility. Yeah. I know pros and cons. But I also think like when in my life did I actually feel like I had a solid routine and it was probably pre-COVID. I don't think sure. I felt like I had a routine, but is that because of COVID or is that the nature of like the work that and how we've transitioned? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think it maybe is just like, because of everything that COVID brought from like a mental perspective and just like the uncertainty and the state of our world and everything, even if we were in routine, would it feel as much of routine because we still feel like unsettled in some way, Mm -hmm. like from a mental standpoint, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm really trying to, Oh, I want to get inspirational here for a sec. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay, inspire the fuck out of us. Okay, so I, this is not the inspiring part. Well, it might be, but I'm really (laughs) trying to like recognize for myself that like things don't need to be perfect and it doesn't need to be like completely planned out for me to like still do the things. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm speaking from like a work perspective and the gym right now, because those are the two things that I've been like struggling with. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, feeling grounded and having a routine doesn't necessarily mean that everything is like lined up in blocks. It means that like something comes up and you have the ability to like flow with it. Mm -hmm. Right. Which my like flow ability is really fucking low. So I'm like, but the other thing that I've really been thinking about lately, so ocean, ocean is like a coach in our circle. Hi goose. Um, Ocean is a coach in our circle and she's pregnant right now. She is going to pop mm-hmm. a baby out like any fucking minute, probably. But she made a post the other, well, a few weeks ago now that said, what if the strongest version of yourself hasn't happened yet? And like that, like it just hit me so hard of like, I think a lot of us are probably in a situation right now where we are comparing ourselves to past versions specifically pre-COVID versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, my fitness has been, my fitness is the worst right now that it's been in years. And it's so easy for us to fall into that trap of just like, well, I used to be able to do this or I'll never be able to do that again, or I'll never look like that again. Or I just want to get back to where I was like, you know, confident in myself or whatever. And just like, having that thought of like the best or the strongest version of you hasn't happened yet is like so empowering, right? Just thinking, okay, yeah, I used to be that. And that was when certain things were important to me and blah, blah, blah. But now there's like this new stage and like, you can totally come into like a new version of yourself. That is maybe strength means something different to you now or what? I just heard Brandon fart from the other room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could hear that. You heard that too? No, I didn't hear it. (laughs) Um, But the fact that you heard that with your headphones in is hilarious. 
It's loud. It's a small house there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought that that, so I'm really trying, when I'm finding myself falling into that, like, comparison of pre-version me traps, mm-hmm. I'm really, like, trying to lean into that kind of thinking. Mm, I like it. Yeah. So, anywho. That's good. That is inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. She obviously was talking about the fact that she's pregnant as fuck right now. And like, (laughs) like she's about to be a mom and birth a child. And that's a whole new kind of strength. Um, But I think it can, Nicholas' face is like, oh my God. I think it can um, look different or like apply to you wherever you're at in your journey. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, should we wrap this baby up? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, wrapped up. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> we uh, we don't know when we're gonna be back. We're this is yeah, a cliffhanger. True. This is a cliffhanger. I would, if this was me, I'd be like, yeah, we'll probably make some spontaneous ones. And Sarah's like, no, then we're not consistent with right. Well, we kind of talked about making some sp- spontaneous ones, but not posting them until we have a few to like, we can get a couple weeks going or whatever. Um, well, I mean, maybe it would be so. helpful for people who listen to tell us, do you want them when they're out? If we do spontaneous ones or do you require the, consist- the weekly consistency? Right. Right. Like Natalie has like all her podcasts every week. And she's right. like, this comes out Monday. This comes out Tuesday. This comes out Wednesday. And then right. she'll message me and she'll be like, what the fuck? That one didn't come out this week. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but Nicola messages me and is like, Hey, did you post the podcast? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But maybe people don't care. I don't know. Well, y'all let us know. Y'all's 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 let us know uh what you think and if we are gonna hold off on things it'll probably be in the new year I would say well definitely we'll get some up and running at some point but yeah cool okay and pod and and um topics too if there's oh yeah that would be great like us to talk about because we talked about doing ones on setting up a diet phase we talked about doing ones on some other things I don't have the notes in front of us I don't know to coach yourself yeah self-coaching um things like that but we've also kind of been branching out a little bit in terms of like uh topics and moving a little bit more abstract or like a little bit more away from like specific nutrition principles yeah talking about like application for life in different modalities so we're open to that as well yeah if you have any like questions or situations that you've come about that you feel open sharing with us that could spark some sort of conversation um we're open to that yeah I mean doing like client case studies too if there were like one-offs things that we might ask that kind of stuff would be great show or guests we always did talk about having guests yeah we did and by guests, I mean like Brandon and Brad. Right. <laughs> we talked about having that. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. We've got a few. Okay. Well, hit us up with your we'll ideas because clearly we don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> We're just squirrely. We're squirrely and crowdsourcing. Yeah. Squirrels are cute, though. They're 
No, they're very invasive little shit. They're cute. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) Okay, Okay, wrap it up. Well, yeah, we're wrapped up. Thanks for being here. Y'all are the best. See you when we see you. Catch you on the flip flip. (laughs) Goodbye.